This is your source for genre news, album reviews, and commentary on all things heavy. The Metal Here are your hosts, Brendan Flum and George Fong. Hello and welcome back to The Metal Pod. Today we have a special guest, Mr. Trent Bally on the pod. Welcome, Trent. Hey, thanks, thanks, thanks for having me. I listen. I have been pumped about this. As soon as Brendan walked in the door, I was like, "Let's go, let's get it." And I'm also I'm a fan of the show, longtime listener, first time caller. So this is fun. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! Thanks for having me. Anytime. Thanks for being on. Uh, and uh, today's topic will be hair bands, hair metal, hair rock, all things hair, yes, hairspray. Uh, <laughs> one of Trent's favorite genres, but I'll let him talk about that. Uh, and before we get into that, uh, Trent, what shirt are you wearing today? I'm wearing a Motley Crue shirt. Um, it, it has the Dr. Feelgood logo on it. I got it at Meyer, pretty cheap. Because if you know me, you know I spend money. I spend money on expensive things for no reason, so I have to compensate elsewhere. And this is just kind of how I do that. I don't know. Fun shirt. You guys told me about the shirt stories thing. I was like, well, I got one option here, so we're rolling with it. <laughs> Meyer is metal, so it's fair. Yeah. So is Walmart. Walmart is very metal as well. But it sounds better saying... What's more metal? Meyer metal. Meyer? Because it's got a better ring to it, or is it actually more metal? What's Meyer, more metal? Yeah. Meyer metal. You got that metal shirt at Meyer, so therefore Meyer. Okay. Walmart is definitely more... You're, you're more likely to get shot in a Walmart than a Meyer. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> therefore, true. Walmart is more sure. aggressive. Okay, Brennan, what, do you, what shirt do you have on? Uh, I am wearing my Van Halen shirt, of course, in honor of Eddie Van Halen, who Rest passed away peace. this year. Yep. Um, unfortunately, never got the chance to see him live, which... Mm sucks um and the only van halen shirt i had is way too small for me now so i bought this double xl one when he died uh, i told you i want to see you wear those shirts those childhood shirts i want to see you wear those on, like, on the pod like, skin okay. tight oh they they are tight as hell like, <laughs> well you, know what? you don't, you don't want to rip them because oh, they're, they're like i would prize possessions you know exactly they're just sitting in, sitting in my basement just like make, as, it, as make a quilt you gotta make a quilt we're gonna we're gonna have we're, we're going to have this on the show one day. All right. uh, in case you guys haven't noticed already, uh, we are not filming this episode of the pod because of the lockdown, uh, which is in place during the recording. So we are doing it remotely. Uh, for the time being. For the time being. Um, we're still going to do some graphics uh, for the YouTube version. But for now, it is a pure podcast. Hell yeah. And the shirt I'm wearing is a jackal shirt. Yes. On the back, it says... Uh, what uh, what is it? Rock and roll. Rock me, rock me, roll, roll me. me, and jackal me off. And I did not pay for this <laughs> shirt. I shot a music video for a friend in Grand Rapids at a thrift shop, and the thrift shop owner opened it on a Sunday when the shop was closed. And she said, "Hey, you can pick. Each of you guys can pick a free item and take it with you." Which was so nice, right? Because she already let us in on her day off. Yeah. And I was like, it was at the end of the shoot, and we had to move to the next location. So I was like, oh, like I got to pick something fast. I looked in the shirts. I picked the first cool shirt I saw. I was like, oh, Jackal. Uh, there's like people, there's like anthropomorphic animals with like dog faces and like That's stuff the like That's bad, bro. Yeah, no. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, I'll pick this one. And oh, then yeah. come to find out that uh, it is, they are actually a hair band and Brendan put them on their, the playlist for this week and it's pretty sweet. Wait, you so are, you're, you're pulling it off, by the way. I have to say that. Because people can't see, they don't have the luxury of seeing this shirt on George. It's like when you buy something, but you don't. You, you, you buy shoes online, you don't try them on. It's kind of like that. You gotta, you gotta see it. It looks fantastic. It's a size small. I, I am a size medium, so I'm, I'm like, it's very tight on me. So one question: Did you buy that before 
like we talked about this hair metal episode or I did not buy it. I selected right, yeah, right. this jackal shirt. Did you get it before this episode? Yes, about 2 months. 2 months ago. So you could say that this shirt precipitated this episode. That is a coincidence and a half right there. I know, right? That's and awesome. I I was like, "Oh, like what's jackal? Like I'll listen to them before I'll, I'll listen to them because I have their shirt now and I never did." And then I saw them pop up on the playlist and I was yeah. like, "Holy shit, like let it, let it be said the lumberjack is like the best hair song of all time. I'll just say that right now. But anyway, all things are meant to be. I guess that's that's my two cents in this whole situation. <laughs> also, that's a great story. The whole thrift shop story. That's like a yeah, it, it's just cool. It's like a vintage yeah, that's, story. That's you know, awesome. that's something that would happen in the 1960s. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, metal, metal permeates everything, guys. Metal is everywhere. Yes, sir. And it will always find you. Metal news, Brendan, our metal journalist, what do you got for us? Um, I guess the big thing since last time we saw each other, um, the Grammys announced their 2021 nominees. Um, so the metal category, best metal performance, the nominees are Bum Rush by Body Count off of Carnivore, their new album, uh, Underneath by Code Orange, the title track from their new album. Uh, the In Between by In This Moment. One of the greatest metal Not a bands. Fan. Not a fan. Not Fronted a fan. by a... You want to elaborate on that a little bit? I would love to, because George, George has heard me give this spiel many times. Oh, okay, okay. I... All right. I saw In This Moment for the first time open for Corn and Rob Zombie. They were good, weren't they? It was fantastic. Yeah. Because it was the first time I saw them, I was like, oh, this is new. A uh, female singer... Maria she's, Brink. She's great. Fantastic. Great. Every time I've seen them live since, she sucks. Chicago Open Air? I didn't I didn't see that one. That was the second day, right? When you weren't there? Right. Correct. She was good there. Okay. I mean... So so they set the bar high for you, and then from there it was just kind of disappointment? Right. I, I And I like, I like listening to them. It's just after live. seeing her live, it's yeah. like... You wish you could have the first show kind of live in exactly. memory forever. And not ever had the fuck up. She's, well, exactly. she's got like the big podium and stuff. She's got the dancers. She she's doesn't got, like, move the, on stage. She goes she to the podium. There. She goes to the podium, like the big one, and she stands up there and she's like doing her thing. And she goes like this, waving her hands, like cheer for me. I I hate that shit. Like just make it happen. Yeah, man, just make it happen. Have you heard her cover of "In the Air Tonight" by Phil Collins? Yes. That shit gets me up in the morning, bro. Listen, I would love to hear that because honestly, I don't know if I've ever talked to George about this. I think that song by Phil Collins is wildly overrated. I don't think I, it's really thank that you, good. Friend. I like, think that, that's, thank that you. I think that his version is overrated. The in this moment version is that's, that's, that's why I say really that's why good. I say I want to hear it because the song itself gets so much like luster and I don't really get it. I'm like I could fall asleep to this. And yeah, maybe that maybe that's some people are into that kind of shit, but I want to hear the in this moment version. That is I'm fair. Intrigued. I will say they in this moment also covered. They didn't cover. They like remixed. White Wedding by Billy Idol. Okay. They called it Black Wedding and wow. featured Rob Halford from Bold. Judas Priest. And that is by far my favorite song by them. Really? It's, instead of It's a Nice Day for a White Wedding, they change it to It's a Nice Night for a Black Wedding. It's it's pretty metal. Like, I, I got to admit. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. To round out the, the Grammy uh, category, though, um, Blood Money by Poppy. Is Poppy metal? I Yeah. I mean, she's making that transition from pop into metal and she's 
doing it pretty well, I guess. I mean, people are starting to recognize her in the community and that was that was the last concert I saw before COVID, and it was pretty metal. So I mean, has anybody done that before? Made the transition from pop to metal? You guys might have to enlighten uh, me here. She's definitely the best example of like a full blown pop star. Okay. My next piece of metal news, actually, I guess I'll bring it up now. Um, Miley Cyrus, I guess, is not really, but like she's kind of getting more Dabbling. into rock yes. now. Did you miss Power Trip on the Grammy nomination? I did. I was going to come back to it. Oh, yeah. Okay, Power Trip, uh, a live version of Executioner's Tax, Swing of the X. Um, nice. So yeah, just in honor of Riley again, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Miley, Miley's new album, Plastic Hearts, came out over this past weekend. I listened to it because, you know, I heard it was Is that good. the covers album? No, that's going to be her next one, I think. Th- this is just her. This is just her next trying to get into rock. Okay, how, so. how was it? It was solid. Um, pretty much exactly what I expected. Still pretty poppy. Um, but like Billy Idol was featured on there, Joan Jett, Stevie Nicks. So, so she's starting to lean toward that end of the spectrum. Right. And, but yeah, she's and working on it. If you hadn't heard, she said her next project is going to be a Metallica covers album. All Metallica is, songs? Right. Wow. That yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah, I'll probably, we'll probably listen to <laughs> I'll that. I'll listen to it for that. sure. How do you feel about these? Because metal... In the Grammys is new, right? That, uh, that, like it's relatively. Not, no, it's not new. I mean, the the famous the first time they ever did a metal category, it was that famous blunder of when they gave it to Jethro Tull over Metallica hmm. when and Justice for All came out. Hmm. And then it was disrespect right off the bat, obviously, and it's always been shit since then. Basically, the the Grammys are very bad at oh so scoring bad. metal. Yeah, gauging metal. They don't air any metal awards uh, or performances. I mean, it's they never never. It's will. a pop and rap era, you right. know. I mean, so how do you, how do you feel about these Grammy nominees? Uh, I, I mean, mean, power. They they they've been known to do this. They'll pick a live song, a live version of an old song. Like Executioner's Tax is three years old now. And it's just getting nominated as a live version. So, I mean, they've it's done kinda, that before. Yeah, kind of gimmicky. Yeah, very gimmicky. I mean, Poppy makes sense because it's pop meets metal, essentially. Right. In this moment, it's a more popular band. Body Count. Is in the media a right. lot. Code Orange is in the Ice media T's a lot. Super. Code Orange makes the most sense to me, and I think they should get I, it. Code Orange? Really? I, they'll probably give it to Poppy for already discussed reasons. But, yeah, I think it's Code Orange's. Yeah. In my opinion, at least. So, yeah, I mean, fuck the Grammys. I've said that before. I'll say it forever. So, I mean. Not a good way to measure artist success, in my opinion. Oh, definitely not. It's a popularity contest. It definitely is. And we know the results of those. What else you got? Yeah, last one. My favorite one. Uh, Pantera finally is coming out with their own alcohol. It's been a long time coming because Pantera is the drinking band. Their logo Um, is Jack Daniels. Pretty yeah, much. A, the, play on the, a play on the Jack Daniels logo. And the, it's a wild turkey thing also. So they, they love their whiskey, obviously, but this is actually going to be a beer uh, called Pantera Golden Ale. Uh, 5.4 ABV. Um, <laughs> on the high side for beer. I, I mean, think, five, isn't, five isn't is Miller Lite like four and a half? Yeah, five, think, so, five yeah, is pretty so standard. It, I guess huh. it is. It's a little more. It's a little, a little higher. A little average. higher. Yeah, It'll but it's Pantera, it. so of course it's going to be a little yeah, higher. Yeah, exactly. It'll get you spinning a little more. So, so yeah. Also, it's gold. So that's exactly. great. It's an ale. It is. It's a golden ale, so wow. it's going to be easy to drink, and it's 5% it, alcohol, so, so that you can just slam them. Dangerous. You can slam them in 
That's exactly... Pack them away. Yeah. It's exactly what I wanted. Because, I mean, Metallica's already got the whiskey. Slipknot's already got the whiskey. Juice Priest, they've got the rum. Corn uh, mm. has the coffee. They're not doing oh, really? alcohol they have stuff. Coffee? I should yeah. get some of that. Ima- I mean, imagine, they're all sober now, so. Imagine waking up in the morning and, and, and sick by Slipknot just kicks you in the ass. And then you just get get some Slipknot <laughs> coffee and you're like ready to go. That's a good way to wake up. Um, it's corn coffee. Did I say Slipknot? No, you said corn. Okay. Did you say I, corn? Because I was thinking in my head, I was like, corn should like sponsor popcorn or some shit. Like, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Like, oh my God. You corn, would, George would buy, buy it out. Corn coffee. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you wake up in the morning and you hear twist by corn and then you just get a cup of coffee and you just start your day like that. Like, Either way, perfect. it's a great way to wake up. That is coming in March of 2021 and that can't come soon enough. So, Trent, how did you get into metal? You know, this is fun. I have to say, first I have to give a disclaimer. I'm not really... Not really into the full on like metal scene, right? Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm nothing like you guys. You guys are like crazy as fuck. I live, I live with George. Am I allowed to say that? I, yeah, George and I, uh, George and I grew up together. We live together now in college. So here's the deal. Like I enjoy listening to that with George sometimes. Like it's just, it's, it's a, it's a thing. It matches the scene. We roll with it, right? But in terms of like the hair metal, which is what we're talking about today, why you guys have me on, of course. I mean, that was like. That's, that was kind of a, a process, honestly, because when I was little, like before I could walk, I'm talking like two years old, I was like, my dad used to bring me down to our basement and set me down so he could work out and watch me and I wouldn't like crawl off or anything. <laughs> and the first song I ever remember listening to was Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. And that's obviously not metal, but that kind of got me into the Queen and the Van Halen stuff of like the late 70s, early 80s. And then from there, it just took off because I just loved the classic rock. More specifically, the hair stuff, just like obnoxious. And then, I mean, <laughs> the rest is history pretty much. I mean, because, yeah. I mean, we're going to talk a lot about Motley Crue, I assume. That is, oh, yeah. I've already yeah. mentioned I'm wearing the shirt. That's my, that is my favorite band ever. It's really not close. I mean, if it is close, Van Halen's a close second, I guess I could say. It's right. not close. So I, I guess that's, that's how I really got into it. It was kind of a chain of events. You know, yeah. and, and I got to yeah. credit my dad for that. Yeah, for sure. And a lot, I feel like it's a lot of the, the way a lot of people get into it, like, Brennan said he got started on Kiss. Yeah, and what you just like said that. sounded just like mine. You just want to so. get heavier and heavier and heavier. Exactly. Yeah. So very similar there. Yep. Absolutely. The difference for me is I eventually hit the brakes and you guys just kept flooring it. So <laughs> I guess that's the difference. Yeah, right. yeah. I, like Trent said, we're roommates um, and we grew up together. And I, I can attest to the fact that every morning Trent will hear some variation of either Meshuga, Slipknot, or what, what's another morning band that I listen to often? Uh, yeah, pretty much those two. So the Pantera or Lamb of God, pretty much in the morning. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like, uh, I, and, and Trent also likes Rob Zombie a lot. I've, I put some Rob Zombie I, in it. He likes Rob Zombie. Yes. Good, I, good. I, I, you know, I'm not too familiar. I, I, to be completely honest, I don't know a ton about Rob Zombie. It's more of a, it's kind of a joke between me and my guy George here. It's like, I'll just, I'll just like do my Rob Zombie impression when we're driving or something. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. just one of those things, you know, right, it's, right. it's just dumb shit. But or it's he'll, uh, one of my favorites is the the Pantera impression. Trent does a great Phil Anselmo. Oh, yeah? He'll just, well, yeah, he'll I, just I, rip I, a Phil Anselmo sometimes. I, I think I got to hear that real you, quick. You just got to scream. I, I don't really know. I See, I haven't heard the song in a while, but like when we're, we're on a road trip, right, and George will just start playing a song and it just comes in with the screaming, like, like no, no intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just like straight up just yelling into the <laughs> microphone. So then I'll wait like two or three seconds and I'll just do it and then George just starts laughing. It's, he do, he, it he does it great. Uh, we're not going to put you in the spot, though. Um, 
That'd be terrible audio quality. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it would clip this. I was break, totally kidding. So probably break all this shit. Fine. Honestly, <laughs> it's great. Oh, he does. He does a, a, a Lane Staley too. Oh yeah, Allison Chains. Oh yes, the rooster. The rooster. Yes, that is. <laughs> that, that's specifically the rooster. It's just it's just one off songs that Trent likes that yeah. he, that I play that he'll be like. I like this one. Right, so that's that's why I gotta mention, like, I, I live with George, right? So like I I obviously am a little bit like I, I dip my toes in the metal culture every now yeah. and then because I live with this guy. Like, how can you not? It's fun. Yeah. Absolutely. It is. Um we'll move into our second question is uh what do you like about metal and rock and that that type of sound yeah so i mean i guess uh, the hair metal thing for me it's like it's just elite party music as i've gotten Absolutely. older now yeah. i will say this i will not incriminate myself here i didn't drink in high school when i got to college you know things changed a little bit everyone knows i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at that fill in the blanks <laughs> i'll say this though i i love listening to like motley crew when i'm like drinking jack daniels it's party music and it, it is just dude there is nothing better <laughs> than that i'll tell you like it's just fun because you're you're, yeah. you're picturing these guys they're fucked up as they're singing this in the studio right, right? like mm-hmm. as they're recording this they're not sober so it's just fun to immerse yourself in that oh yeah in that culture so that's what i really love about hair metal specifically but i mean I, another another guy that I always grew up listening to. Another band, I should say, is Ozzy Osbourne. Of course. And that's just some of the heaviest stuff that I was raised on that my dad just loves. I can't tell you how many times my dad's seen Ozzy Osbourne. So mm. it's just one of those things that I, I just, I've always loved those two bands specifically. And then, I mean, from a music standpoint, like the guitar riffs are always on point. Like the, I, I play bass guitar, so I love all the, the, dr- the bass and the drums even, like just the driving force that rock has and specifically like, you know, some of the heavier stuff that you guys are into. I, yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. And we love the bass, obviously. Yeah. So. No, yeah. for sure. Can't get enough of that. It's it, loud. Yes. It definitely is party music. Like I, I understand what you said about uh, the Jack Daniels. It's like you're honoring, you you feel like you're honoring these bands when you're, yeah. right. you're, you're listening doing to them, them and you're having a party, you have a great time and you're drinking with your friends or whatever. And it's yeah. like, you're thinking about them when you're doing it because you know they not, went through the same motions. Exactly, and they'd be proud of you. Whether or not they are you know, sober now or alive now, right. I mean, shit, some of these guys are dead. Um, exactly. Like, I have a drink with... Like, when I listen to Pantera and drink, it's like I'm having a drink with Dimebag, you know? Exactly. That's why I do exactly. that. So. To honor, to honor exactly. that. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy for us to sit here and say I get fucked up to honor Nikki Six. <laughs> but I do. I, it's it's, it's right. so fun. He's the man. Or, or when you're smoking something. You know, you're thinking about Phil Anselmo saying he's selling weed in your pristine streets. You know, it's like yeah. Pantera is kind of a stoner band a little bit. Your trust is in whiskey and weed. Yeah, exactly. Dude, so, so I mean, you know, when you're if you're smoking whatever, uh, whatever you feel yeah. like you're honoring them. And exactly. You're you're having a smoke with them too, yeah. or a drink with them. Yeah, that's what it's all about, right there. No. <clears throat> all right. Uh, I guess we'll move into our next one, which is uh, who are your favorite metal artists or nearly metal artists it's a fluid genre yeah yeah yeah. i guess i would have to i mean I, again motley crew my favorite band ever period i mean it's rivaling jay-z is my favorite artist period like right. I, I am obsessed with motley crew anything and everything and uh, they, got, and they, they got in that position fast for you they did this was a new thing george and i were just talking about this it kind of happened over quarantine i would mm-hmm. say which for, you know for the people listening to this now in december this was i mean probably back you know when the first lockdown happened in march i just got really into motley crew i had seen the dirt the movie the year like about a year ago right like after my second year of college yep. and then i just kind of got 
I came back to it for whatever reason. And then I just, I needed a hobby in quarantine. So I picked up a bass guitar and I just started learning that. And then I was like, wow, this like Nikki six guy is crazy. He's really cool. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, George is right. I mean, they just shot up the list. Like I've got right. some, I've got some like iconic artists in my top, you know, I love Prince. I love Cher, you know, Motley Crue just like, like did backflips right. on their way up the list. It right. was crazy. So I, I have to say them. And then also, I mean, I already mentioned Ozzy, but he's another top 10 artist for me all time. For sure. And again, my dad introduced me to him years and years ago. Legends. There's nothing you love better, like when you're a kid, when you're probably like six, seven years old, and you just listen to the music your dad listens to. That is so cool. It is. So so I would say those two for sure. Um, I, I dabble and kiss a little bit. Because uh, who doesn't? I mean, yeah. they, they kind of pioneered. They paved the way. They right. they walked so all these guys could run. Carts paint. Uh, and yeah, exactly. What is that? The face paint. The makeup. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, the makeup, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, duh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, all the all the classics like Def Leppard, Poison. I, I listened to all that kind of stuff. Van Halen, love them. I'm not sure yep. if they qualify as hair metal. They're, or whatever. Well, they, definitely metal. Band. They were definitely hard for their time. You think about like 1978, exactly. their debut album. Like uh, this, this it was a conversation George and I actually had. We were driving to our buddy's house, and I was listening to "Ain't Talking About Love" by Van Halen, <laughs> and George goes. Was this heavy back then? And I'm I'm thinking probably. I mean, it was like 1978. Sure. Yeah, yeah, ahead of their time. Yeah. Like that's probably the heaviest shit there was. Yeah. So people went crazy for that. But yep. I guess yeah, that that's kind of my piece on like who my favorite metal artists are. I guess. Awesome. Yeah. No, it's like uh, <clears throat> I was thinking about this the other day, and it's like if there's one thing that can unify metal bands, it's like a, like guitar worship. Like yep. electric guitar. It's worship. all driven by guitar, dude. Like, if you're not driving it with a guitar, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Right? That's why we that's listen That's the rock to and roll instrument yes. right there. Yeah, so. for sure. That, that's a great way to put it, Brendan. Yeah. Like, it, it is a rock and roll instrument. Um, But, yeah, so we'll move on to the next question, which is, what are your favorite metal subgenres or subgenre? See, so for me, I, 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 this is boring. It's getting repetitive. It's, it's hair metal. It has hair. to be. 1,000%, right. dude. I, I love getting fucked up listening to hair metal. It's a hobby of mine now. If anyone knew me before quarantine and knew me after quarantine. He's a different man. I'm a completely different a person. Different you might not like me anymore. That's the thing I do. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm getting sloshed and like whatever. I don't want to. Again, I don't want to incriminate myself here, put me put myself in a slammer. I'm just saying, yeah, I go to my room or I'm out here at the at the you know, the dining room table and I'm just kind of enjoying a little whiskey or something, and I got something on the TV, maybe a football game, and I'm yeah. listening to Motley Crue, Ozzy Osbourne, Van Halen, Poison, Rat, all that good yes. stuff. All that good stuff. Yes, it's so much fun. You know, so and that's gotta be hair metal has to be my favorite subgenre. I don't even know if I have a second one. I'm so happy that you said that because, you know, before with you, it would have been, you're putting on Jay-Z. Yes. Or you're putting on Nas and you're chillaxing. And I still do and that. You, and you have, yeah. and you still do that and you have football on TV. But when you put on that electrified, heavy stuff yeah. with fast drums, it's a different it's type. It's different. Yeah. That like, feeling. At like 2 p.m. And just like. It's like. For no reason. You know, you just. You <laughs> it's just, adrenaline. You just do it's it just and you It's just pure go. adrenaline in your bones. Like. And, and not to knock on rap, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I, I, mean, love I love Jay Z and Nas too. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, but it's just it's a totally different type of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, it, it's Jay Z is probably my favorite artist ever, right? But it's happened so fast; it's been such a whirlwind with this Motley Crue shit. It's like, dude, it's a question now. And yeah, if you yeah. asked me that in high school, I would have probably Laugh. punched you in the face. Like, <laughs> I it would never be. A, I would, I'd be like Motley Crue, like. 
the Who band the, that, are these the guys? band that sings Kickstart My Heart, like those <laughs> motherfuckers. No, 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 no. It's completely changed. 180. Yep. So for sure. You're exactly right. Glad to hear it. Join the dark side. <laughs> yes, sir. We have cookies. Yeah, All right. welcome. Uh I suppose the last uh topical quote unquote segment or question is uh what's the best concert you've ever seen? Dude, another boring answer for me because I, no, because I just I I haven't I've been to two concerts in my entire life. Yeah. So that that's Talk kind of you were at a college and, radio station. You've been to two concerts. Exactly. It's a shameful thing for me to say here. I will say this: I have tickets to see Motley Crue, Def Leppard. Yes, I don't sir. have tickets, but I fully plan on going at at least once, maybe twice. I'm I'm definitely hitting Detroit. We got a buddy in Cleveland, so we're, we we. We got, we got plans, guys. We, we got plans. We definitely got plans. The Cleveland show is actually significantly cheaper because the Detroit one is at a baseball right. park instead of a you know a big arena. Right. So we'll see what happens on that front. Hopefully, we're still able to figure all that out. But I guess the best concert I've been to is Jay-Z and Beyonce in Detroit, 2018. Not a bad one to pick. That yeah, was my first bad. one. I saw Nas the summer after that. But, I mean, yeah. So that was the best concert. But that's not metal-related. So I want to hear from you guys, actually, on this one. Like, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Download. Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails over download? Not no, Manson for you? Old. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Download doesn't count as a concert, though, because that's like, which concert in the download? Slipknot. Slipknot. Nine Inch Nails. At the Fox in Detroit? Yes. That was a fire show. That, that was an awesome show. But yeah. Slipknot also killed it in, at download. But Wait, you guys have been to multiple of the same concert, right? Many. Before you right. knew each we, other? A lot. Many, Even many before times. we knew each other. Even yeah. before we knew each other. Yeah, I know. Isn't that wild? That yeah. is wild. Dude. It's because metalheads are all connected. Exactly. And all things are meant to be. Bring it back to that. We said that about <laughs> the fucking shirt and the thrift yeah, stores. Yeah, so we're going to yeah. bring it back. <laughs> Anyways, um, Brendan is a bigger Slipknot fan, and I am a bigger Nine Inch Nails fan, yep. so it makes sense. My favorite concert was the Nine Inch Nails show. I had seating. It wasn't even pit. I had to, I had to so stand I. in place. Yeah. And I was in the nosebleeds. So, and it oh, was still fucking awesome. I thought you said download. No, I'm, I'm talking for your nine inch nails. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Brendan was at the same concert. Okay. Um, That's right. Yeah. And I just knew every single word to every yep. single song. And he played all the throwbacks and yeah. he played the new stuff. And it was just the visuals yep. were obviously like, amazing. And so you went to the first night out of two. Yes. Yeah. So night, the, yep. the, yeah, that was the throwback. And, night. uh, uh, what was the opener? Jesus and the Mary Chain. Yep, that was it. Um, that's a good name for a band. Wow, say that again. Jesus and the Mary Chain. Wow. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, they yeah. were okay. Yeah, they were. Yeah. But I just am a huge Nine Inch Nails yeah, fan. I'm gonna have to have you introduce me to some of that shit because the guy's name is Trent Reznor. Trent. Exactly. If I if my last name wasn't Bally, I'd want it to be Reznor. Like, what, <laughs> what a great last Trent name. Trent Reznor is a, is a yeah. fantastic. Is that his yeah. real last name? Yeah, Trent Reznor. Yeah. Wow. And he has like three kids. One of them is like Baltazar. Yeah. One of them's name Reznor. Like Shadow or something. Shadow. Shadow. Reznor. Something like that. And one and, the, and like another one, Lazarus Reznor. Yeah. I've met one Shadow in my life, and it was a cat. So that's crazy. That's a, that's a crazy name to name your child. Yeah. I I love it. I Don't talk quote to me about on this. That. I'm like just... I'm gonna name my kid Prince. I mean, Anton Lavey's kid's Prince. name is Satan. His first oh, name is that, Satan. That's kind of setting your kid up for some fucked up. Yeah, he's you know, gonna get he's not gonna have any yeah, friends. No, no. I mean, that, and he doesn't want friends, though. I'm friends Satan. with Satan. Yeah, basically. My, Satan my good took friend my Satan. lunch money. <laughs> Anyways, to bring it back, what's the best concert that you've been to, Brendan? Uh, I mean, it. There's there's a lot, obviously, that I could choose from, but I think Slipknot a download just takes the cake because yeah. it's not a corn show. Because you love corn. I know. Corn is the more consistent. 
they're more consistent than Slipknot. And if I had to choose one band to see for the rest of my life, it would be Corn. But I'm saying one single concert, metal in Europe is different because they take it more seriously. Yeah, I feel for like sure. No, 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 for sure. It was they dude, invented it. You're you're standing surrounded by a hundred thousand people seeing the biggest metal band in the world, like on their comeback from five years ago or whatever, um, just absolutely kill it. And it was just, I had, I mean, we've had this rail debate. I had rail and I was just going crazy the whole time because I had rail. Did you enjoy it more than when you saw them when you came back home at yeah, DTE? Yeah, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. Download probably ruined Slipknot for me from now Because they had him on the big screen and yeah. like it was just a sea of people. Like, yep. The acoustics were perfect. As far as you could see, it was just yeah. pe- like pre- people in England just exactly. It yeah no it was it was great it was a great time. Yeah, um, yeah that that concert was <laughs> that that was awesome. But plus, it was part of Download, which was like the best metal weekend of my whole life. Yeah, obviously, which one of the best metal festivals ever. And yeah. we were studying abroad yeah. in London, which is in in it all London. added up so perfectly. Yeah, that, it, it, one of the best times of our lives. Yeah, without a doubt. Um. All right, should we move into the segments? Yeah, I actually have one more question for Trent, though. Before oh, we, uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> Hot seat. Yep. Let it rip. Pantera or Lamb of God? You know what? I was going to mention this earlier <laughs> because I was in on, on some of this some of this feud a little bit. Yeah. I am probably the least qualified person that could answer this question. I'll say that. but I have to ask everybody. I, so. I, think, I think, you know, on, on the poll that you guys did, I, I voted for Lamb of God. So I, I have to I have to stick The poll by. that was conducted by him on that his social true. media. It was unbiased. Not mine. Stop the count. It was <laughs> listen, the poll the poll was all perpetrated. That's a word. Perpetrated by George right. and everything. So disclaimer. Also disclaimer, I've probably heard hey. I could probably count on one hand the amount of Lamb of God and Pantera songs combined that I've he heard. Does, which he, is a he damn shame. To a lot of them. I, I expose him to a lot, honestly. He, he yeah. does, he does. And and also Allison Chains, I'll say that. I hear the a rooster. lot of that. The, the rooster, the rooster. <laughs> favorite Allison Chains song. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great song. But it is a great yeah. song. Okay, so yeah, hey, that, I that, guess that's my answer. That poll was unbiased. I you put, texted me that Pantera was better. You literally texted me that. Remember? What, what is said, this? I'll pull it up again. We're digging up the old stuff. Yeah. I put Pantera's song first, and I put them first on the polling list. And Lamb of God still won out. I texted wow. Brendan and said. You know, Pantera we don't, we don't, we don't, have, to, we don't have to address this at all. We already addressed this. You're going to bring this up two episodes in a row, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm asking. Let it go. I'm asking every future guest from here on out. Get out of chest. Oh, dude, it, it's off my chest. He just told you what he thought. I'm trying to pound you into the ground Brennan's going to keep asking more. this question until he gets the answer he wants. It's so, Domination, bro. I, I, I guess Domination I could, isn't even their best song, bro. Come it's the on. best breakdown of all time, though. So, I mean, no, it's, it's one of their best songs. I'm listening to it right after the show. And I'll 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 talk to you guys. Here, off the Trent, about watch that. watch the video of Pantera play Domination in newly freed USSR, Moscow, Russia. Right, Wait, so at, what right was after this? the Berlin that, Wall. I was gonna say this must eighty nine. What year was that? Nineteen ninety, exactly. Ninety, perfect. Okay. Literally wow. uh, playing to a million Russians, just losing their shit to the best breakdown ever. Written. Russians who all they do is uh, okay. Never mind. I don't want to generalize for Russians, but that's. <laughs> Shout out Russia, by the way. Absolutely, wouldn't dude. be a metal pot if we didn't shout out Russia. That's true. Right? Thank they you, gave Russia. Pantera their best. Hey, crowd ever, I, just, so. I just started listening to a new uh, Russian band. Actually, they're like a new wave band. New wave. New wave. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're cool. What they're are they nice. called? Yeah, um, are you gonna tell us the name, or are you just gonna <laughs> describe them to us? I got it. They they are called 
Hold on. Line it up. 99 Love Molchat Doma. What Mochat does that mean? Doma. It means that mean uh, a silent house. Oh. All oh. their songs are in Cyrillic. Well, that's though. ironic. So because... all the song names, you can't, like, we wouldn't be able to understand what they say, but yeah. they're, they're the like, music itself? they're eerie. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, that, that was kind out. of off topic, but uh, all right, we'll get into these segments. Yes, sir. Uh, which is uh, the first one, top five. Everyone knows what number one is if you've listened to anything so far. Molly <laughs> Crew, and it's like, what are there, like fucking like seven layers of the atmosphere? Molly Crew's like way at the top, and then drop about four levels, and then we're going to get to number two, which is Bon Jovi. For oh, me. Okay. Because yeah, that nice. is another band. Look, I, I, you know what? I'm going to back up for a second here. I didn't I, see that coming. When I was doing research for this, because yes, I do, do prep. I'm subtweeting someone in particular. They're probably never going to hear this, but I prep for this kind of shit. <laughs> I looked at Ozzy doesn't really qualify as hair metal. And I can, I can see why, because it's not, he's not about yeah. the spectacle. He's about the music. And a lot of those guys are, which is great. Yeah. Not saying that hair bands are about the spectacle, but you look he made, at them. He made like a hair album kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, I guess I would say. But it's it's also, so another, Van Halen, I've already talked about them. That's a top three artist for me ever. So it's right. kind of like, it just depends what they qualify as. I took both those guys out. So Motley Crue number one, Bon Jovi number two, because Slippery When Wet is, I mean, yeah. that might be, that, that could be the best hair metal album ever. Like I looked at some of these, I looked at some rankings just because I wanted like a gauge on what other people think. Right. Granted, I don't really care. I, like I'm a Detroit Lions fan. I don't care what anyone thinks. So I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm just like, I, I, I so. Go Lions. Want, oh, of course. One pride. Wanted Dead or Alive. Is I, I know that's one of the hits, but that song is one of the few songs that I can remember in my childhood when you had like M- MP3 players. Like before everyone oh, yeah. had iPods, oh, yeah. you had an MP3 player, and I had to say, like, Dad, I want this song on yep. my MP3 player. Yep. And you put it on there. And that was one of the few songs that I ever remember like listening to over and over yep. and over and over again. And like I just fell in love with it. And Bon Jovi's so cool. And he's like had a career now for what, like 40 years. Like yeah. I just respect the hell out of him and that band. Um, number three, dude, I'm going to say Def Leppard okay. and, and here's why I just, I, I'm not that much into their music. It's more of, I just respect them. I, I, the, the drummer has one arm for crying He's out sick. loud. Yeah. And, and granted that happened halfway through their, their tenure, Correct. but I just, they, they've got several hits. Like everyone knows at least one Def Leppard song. Also, that might be the best name for a metal band or like, like a hair metal band. <laughs> It's pretty solid. How did yeah. you come Molly up with Cruz. that too? I love Motley Crue. I, 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 I'm biased. I think Poison is the best. All song. these names yeah. are just awesome. They're, they're great. So, yeah. Well, so so going off of that, George, Poison is number four for me, Very and, nice. and, and the reason for that is their first two albums. Uh, oh, look okay. what the cat dragged in and open up and say ah. Yeah. Those are fantastic projects. I love them. I'm First also, one's heavy as hell. I'm a huge Brett Michaels guy. Yeah. I, I know. Like <laughs> we're not doing the videos. People can't see. I'm wearing a bandana. And I'm literally doing that because I think Brett Michaels looks cool with a bandana. So that, that's that. He's dope. Um, and then I guess for my fifth spot, I mean, there's obviously a few names I haven't mentioned yet. Guns N' Roses, more on them later. They will not touch my list. Um, I'm going to say Kiss just because <laughs> Kiss, like like I said earlier, they kind of walk so some of these guys could run. Plus, no one did the makeup or the spectacle better than Kiss. Correct. So you have to tip your hat. Also, Lick It Up by Kiss. I mean, we're, we'll get to the pick of the week later. You know, you guys told me to pick something. That was something, or the song wreck, that was something that I really thought about, didn't end up going with. I love that song. It's like, a great song. That song is fantastic. That song alone 
gets them a spot in my top five. So I'll put them. Really? In, I'll put them fifth. Honorable mention is Rat. I love some okay. Rat, but I just don't. I, I it's kind of like a one good album thing with them. Correct. So I couldn't yeah, really. Yeah. I couldn't really take it to the next step. Yeah. But that, that's my top five: Motley Crue, Bon Jovi, Def Leppard, Poison, and Kiss. All right, there's a lot yes. to unpack there. I, yeah, want, no, I, I do. Say, I want to talk about a lot of the stuff <laughs> you said. So I guess to start with the fifth spot, you had Kiss, and you brought up like Van Halen, Ozzy. Kiss is kind of in that same realm as Van right, Halen and Ozzy 70s, to me. Yeah. Early 80s. They were like a glam 70s band. Pretty much. Who like Alice Cooper being another one, of yep. course, who like kind of took advantage of the, the hair boom in the 80s and then made some more poppy stuff. But they like totally qualify and they fit the bill. Well, that's the thing because like what, like I said, when I was researching this kind of stuff and I wanted to just know kind of like what in general, like what qualifies as hair metal. Like right. Kiss wasn't really on any of those lists, but like I don't know how you can look at those guys and say like that's not a hair metal. Exactly. To some extent, you know what I mean? And they like, kickstarted the whole thing. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah. Um, another kind of band. Not, I mean, Def Leppard. Definitely a hair band. Yeah. The weird thing about them, though, they were part of like the new wave of British heavy metal. Yes. If you're familiar with that, they're like a little bit Motorhead, Iron Maiden, super heavy kind of bands like that. Judas. And then, yeah, I mean, Priest was like the the forebears of of that, obviously. And then they transitioned into a hair band, which is totally weird. They adapted to the American culture and what was selling yeah. at the time. So you gotta like, I mean, you gotta respect. That's why I said like my reasoning for them was literally just respect. Like, yeah, absolutely, they, they have so many hits and. The drummer. How do you? Oh, the drummer alone. I love him. I don't. I don't even know his name. I should know. Rick his name. Allen. Rick Allen. And he. He's one of my favorites as well because yeah. you have. You go from Pyromania, which is obviously a huge album, and then that car was it a car accident? It was a car right? accident. He, he lost flew his arm out of the car into like a cornfield or something, oh and my his God, arm was yeah. amputated. They, they they originally like fixed it. They put the arm back on, but then it wasn't getting circulation or something crazy right. happened. They, and then they, the infection. Yeah, yeah, an infection. They had to take it amputate it. So, yeah. like, what a whirlwind, man. Like, if you're him or his family and it's like, oh, we're going to be able to save the arm. Actually, yeah. we're not. And no, he, this is a this is a world-famous drummer. Yep. You no. need both hands. It's not the singer. Not a, I mean, it, yeah. a guitar, that'd be a disaster. You, you can't oh, yeah. play again. I mean, you'd have to have some kind of machine made yeah. for you. But, machine. yeah, credit to, credit to yeah. Rick. Like, he completely changed the game for himself there. And that speaks volumes about like his coordination and his dedication. Right. He had yeah. like a, a drum kit designed f- yeah. so that he could use his it, feet more. It's an elect- electronic drum set. And blows uh, my mind, dude. It, uh, uh, that's, that's part of my trivia question too. And, and, and when he got in that accident, uh, a lady found him and he, I read about this. Yeah, yeah. 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 He asked her, do you know who I am? And she said, no. And then she like called like, yeah, she and, she had no idea who he she was. Had no she idea just, who he was. She but, just helped him. Yeah, like, yeah. Which is you know, it's little, just kind of crazy that he was like he had like no arm, and yeah. then he was like, "Hey, do you know who I am?" And then she like helped him get him and his arm, right? And like his girlfriend, because his girlfriend was in the I car think, also. He wasn't by himself. His girlfriend suffered some neck and spine injuries also. Yeah. Um, I think they put the arm in a cooler. Yes. Oh. That, I mean, this kind of this kind of shit. This is like you know, stuff from like The Walking Dead. Like, yeah. like <laughs> they put his arm in a cooler, she, took it to the hospital, put it back on. Yeah, and she God. found him and Easy. his arm, and was like, "Hey, yeah, it, it's just like all. It's like a wild story. Like, gruesome, really." Crazy. And that whirlwind that you're talking about, like, of course, that's a pretty gruesome story yeah. that created some hysteria, which is why they named it that. Exactly. And of course, which is what we love about music, right? Yeah. When the lyrics have meaning, yeah. it's not just yeah. people exactly. writing random stuff. And that album is. Full-blown hair metal yes. compared to Pyromania is my favorite Def Leppard album because it's the perfect mix of pop and metal. It's in between. P- Hysteria is just a pop album 
disguises metal Florida, in a way. Yeah. And the way, like, they had to do that because with one arm, they had to play not simpler yeah. songs, but it more poppy songs. Can't be as, right. can't be as drums driven. But he's still so powerful. Oh, yeah. And it's, sure. yeah, he's the man. So I just wanted to, yeah. to say that. So, yeah. Appreciate your comments, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, Bon Jovi is, is the man. Yeah, that, I guess that was a little bit of a shocker because I don't really talk about him ever. But I, I yeah, really, that, that surprised I, me when you I said that. I do love like their music. I do. Yeah. Like I love. I've got songs in my library from their debut album all the way yep. up to their album from two thousand. Name is escaping me, but like that. that it's Have just, a nice day. That one. Yes, and it's, that it's one's all. Fire. It's it's all like it's it's it spans decades. And anytime a band does that for you, it's like you just are gonna. They deserve a spot in your top five. Yeah. So that's that's what it is. Yeah. And. You know. Absolutely. George, you want to do your top five? Yeah, I'll do mine. All right. Um, so, yeah, uh, in terms of topics for this week, I'm obviously, um, I don't know as much as these guys uh, about hair uh, bands and that type of stuff. So, take my list with a grain of salt. My number one is Motley Crue. Because Let's I go. I, like I was nervous. I didn't know. I, I thought, uh, you guys are about to throw hands over Lamb of God and Pantera. I was like, yeah, George, yeah. if George... Cause, cause I listen to George's stuff in his room, and George hears me probably yeah. every time I take a shower. It's it's some it's random like ass song yeah. of girls, girls, girls. So, <laughs> oh my. God. Anywho, sorry, not it's to cut you off. Keep, no, no, no. keep rolling. Number no, one, no, I, Crew. I, like. I, I do hear Molly Crew all the time from Trent. Watching I, that I like music video in the shower, bro. Uh, <laughs> come on now. Never have. Never have. <laughs> all right, no, just keep going. <laughs> Second on the list, I got Alice Cooper. Obviously, come on, shock yeah, rock. Alice Cooper is just dope. He's from Detroit. It's the king of shock rock. Yeah, he's dope. Uh, three jackal. Um, yes, sir. If the if the reasons are shallow, it's just because I have the shirt and I got it for free. Thanks. Jackal. And the lumberjack is the best hair metal song ever written. I will stand by that till the day I die. Who else plays a chainsaw in a song? Jackal. Yeah, I mean, me and Brennan agree on something for once. Pretty innovative, right there. <laughs> it is. Um, four on the list. I've got Rat purely because I like their name That's and they sound name. cool. Rat with two T's. Come have on you heard now. Round and Round? That's the biggest hit. Probably. Oh, it's, it was on the playlist. Yeah, 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 I heard it then. It's a great song. Yeah. Uh, number five, I almost put Europe, mm. but wow. I went with Poison because they're in Hot Tub Time Machine. Let's go! You made the right choice. <laughs> Poison. Sure. I made the right choice. Yeah, no, Europe, so. Europe, Europe, in my mind, is more of a one-hit wonder. But yeah. that's it, no uh, Europe slander. It's just like... The okay, final, count, yeah. final, yeah. final Countdown is also one of the best songs ever. I will yeah. still say that as well. With a great intro, and it's all... It's it's synthy. Yeah. It's got every every like element that you would like, but it's just... Yeah. it's real, That's all I got. I mean, I don't <laughs> They have a few other good songs, but like yeah. they're not nearly as good Yeah, I was going to say, like, if my dad listens to this and he hears me call Europe a one-hit wonder, you'll probably like disown me but that's, <laughs> rock the night bro yeah. that song yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good song. song yeah yeah you know what i wanted to ask you or, wait wait sorry i didn't mean to cut you off hey, i'm done i want to ask both of <laughs> you guys because i know i know you're familiar with scorpion i don't know about you is that would that qualify in your book they're another one of those bands like that's one of the broader uh points i was gonna make okay um and i'm glad you brought this up because there's a lot of bands um that kind of dabble in the hair as we've talked about um Judas Priest is the analogy I'm going to make for the Scorpions topic because Judas Priest kind of made a hair album, not like full blown, but like they definitely went a little glammy with Turbo. Um, And the Scorpions are another one of those bands where start at the same time as Judas Priest, just straight ahead, heavy metal, 80s come around, kind of go more commercial poppy okay. whatever you want to call it well because i i have to say this if they're if they qualify i mean they're they're ahead of def lever they'd be my number three yeah. i love scorps and like, yeah they're sweet yeah there's their 70s stuff is metal as fuck absolutely 
Uh, fun stuff. And I, I will, I'll say that 80 stuff is, is hair for sure. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's hear Brennan's list then now, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I did mine a little different than you guys. Cause I knew like Molly crew is probably my, my number one as well. Let's go. But- consensus. <laughs> yeah. Consensus. Hey, Axel Rose, if you're listening, you stink. <laughs> Just all right, all right. I'm before kidding, before okay, I okay. give my list, I will say Guns N' Roses is another one where it's like, are the hair? Yeah, they. Yeah, not really. Uh, right? Like they kind of hit the late. There, there's appetite for destruction is hair here, and after that, it's kind of like. Let me just a lot paint you. Let me paint you a really quick picture. So Molly Crew started the hair, the hair boom, obviously. Agree. Quiet Riot, Metal Health, first metal album to hit number one on the charts. Which is huge. Is that true? Yes. Wow. I, I mean, didn't know that. Quite, it's it's one of those albums. came out in 83. So it's one of those albums where great it's Great album like, cover, too. Oh, great album cover. Iconic. <laughs> yes. I I agree. Um, it's, it is widely considered the first metal album to hit number one. Came out in 83, same time as Molly Crew. Yep. About Guns N' Roses drops Appetite for Destruction in 87. They have the more stripped down look. They're not like... As glammy as right. all the rest, they've but got, still you got Slash with a fucking top hat on, and it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like I know what you're saying. It's it's stripped down, but it's still there. Right. I'd say like 83 to 87 is like the heyday of hair metal. After Guns N' Roses come comes along, it's like it's kind of transforming. Then grunge obviously kind of kills right. it in the 90s. Yep. So yeah, I'll just say that Guns N' Roses, you know, they're. Why don't you like Guns N' Roses though? Well, that's my that's my one hot minute. Are okay, we gonna, all right, we'll I'll, wait. I'll then. save it. I'll save it. Please save it. I I, I can't wait for that. Um, if you're a Guns N' Roses fan or a hater, stay tuned. I love Guns N' Roses way, as well. I don't. Okay. So right. we'll get it. We'll get into that later. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair. Um. So yeah, I did my top five a little different. I did mine. I did top five underrated slash heaviest. Oh, I'm here for it then. Yeah. yeah. And just bands that don't get as much love. And they're kind of therefore my favorite hair bands for that reason. Hmm. So at number five, kind of an honorable mention, Pantera. Because they were, if you don't know this, they were a hair band before they I didn't know went them, super so. heavy. All right, we're not going to get it. Number four, Lamb of God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> number four, I've got Cinderella. Um, heard of them. I don't really know yeah, if I've ever heard any interesting name for a band, too. Yeah, uh, their their biggest hits probably don't don't know what you got till it's gone. Uh, Nobody's fool. Okay, They're, those are. I'm sure I've heard it, but I've you've never, probably definitely yeah, heard. I, I, okay, I've least. heard of Cinderella. Yeah, but I don't know if I've heard the music. Yeah, not, they're cool because they're like the most bluesy in a way. Okay. Um, and the singer's voice, Tom Kiefer. I actually saw Cinderella open for Scorpions one time. Nice back mm. in the day, and I gotta say it's one of the better concerts I've ever seen because Tom Kiefer, their singer, sings, plays lead guitar, plays piano, plays saxophone all on once. That's, that's talent right there. It was yeah, sweet. Yeah. And his voice doesn't sound like the typical hair metal. Okay. It's high-pitched, but it's super bluesy. So they're, That's intriguing, dude. Cinderella. Yeah. Put it on the list. Yep. They're they're in the playlist, so I mean. Okay. Yeah. It's on the yeah. list. Um, yeah. Number three, though, Dokken. Um you I like you love, like Dokken? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, have you heard um, Dream Warriors? Yes. Obviously, that's one of their first one. Hits, I, but yeah, George knows I'm a big like horror movie guy. Nightmare and on Elm Street, Nightmare bro. Elm, Nightmare on Elm Street three. Yes. That was the theme song. The, yes. the movie was called Nightmare on Elm Street three. Dream Warriors. Yes. I never and, thought and, I would be having this conversation it's, it's with Dokken, anyone in my life. That was almost my trivia question. So I'm glad I didn't uh, ask it because you would have knocked it out of the park. Yeah. But it's just yeah, Dokken wrote the 
the the theme song for the movie. Wow. Right. In 1980, what was it like five? Something like seven. that. I don't even know. That that, that is wild. That like yeah. a rock band did the theme song for the third installment in a horror movie franchise. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Can you imagine? Rock and horror go hand in hand. I think so too. And metal. Yeah. Oh, it, it works. Yeah. It works for sure. But yeah, Dream Warriors, as I've told George on the pilot, I got into metal kind of at my grandma's house because she let me watch whatever I want, watching all the old <laughs> uh, MTV yeah. Headbangers Ball videos. Dream Warriors was one of those where I was super young and I was like, what is this? It's terrifying too. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was sick. And yeah, I was like, cool. this is it. And yeah, Do- <laughs> Dawkins one of the heavier ones. So uh, they're, yeah, they're number three. Number two though, uh, Skid Row. Um Another super heavy one. They they toured with Pantera, uh, kind of came up together. Like if not for the hair boom, they could have been just probably considered like a straight ahead metal band. So my dad's a Skid Row guy. Good. I've never really taken him up on that, but I know that he likes Skid Row. Yeah. I just remember back in the day, like same thing, like MP3 on our computer, like Skid Row. You open it up, and there's like yeah. ten songs there. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're absolute fire. So yeah. Number one though, Wasp. Wow. Yeah. You know, the, enlighten me. Continue. Okay. We we talked about, we had a whole uh, Shock Rock episode for Halloween. Wasp is definitely fits in the category of Shock Rock. They were one of those first wave hair metal bands, kind of came up same time as Molly Crew. Um, they they have the metal imagery. Um, they're, they're very metal. Again, if hair wasn't like the, the in thing at the time, they could have just been another Shock Rock metal band. Um, Super, I wouldn't say dark, but darker in comparison to the rest of the hair bands. Heavier, um, had the stage show like their their thing at, at stage shows. They would like throw dead animals and like meat, raw meat, into yeah. the crowd. <laughs> Marilyn Manson took him up, took that yeah. another step too. So exactly, yeah, Manson. You can see the the roots of that. Yeah, you. I, I think George. I think you played. You have played Wasp in your car. It's on Again, the playlist. You're as noticing well. a trend yeah. here. A lot of the stuff that I've heard that it's kind of more in your guys' realm, I hear it because I take road trips with George. Right. Like that's that's that is a lot of my gateway into yeah. this, you know. So I th- I think I've heard of Wasp because of you. I think. Imagine throwing raw meat onto your fans. Like, hey yeah. guys, here's like some raw meat. <laughs> here's some hamburger. <laughs> Raw Still hamburger, raw, like yeah. here you go, guys. Like that's wild. Or like, imagine just have, yeah. It's just it's crazy stuff like that. Yeah, and it's sweet. So they're metal as fuck. So I had yeah. to put them at number one. All right, shout out awesome. Wasp. Yeah, um, yeah, that's my top five. Pick of the week. <laughs> Mine is Reluctant Hero by Killer Be Killed, which is a supergroup uh, formed by the Dillinger Escape Plan's vocalist Greg Pucciato, P, an Italian man, something like that. <laughs> Uh, ex Sepultura's frontman Max Cavalera. Yep, Here, and current Brent, Soulfly. Brendan's boy, yeah, my boy. Cur- current Soulfly, Brendan's boy. Mastodon's bassist and co-vocalist Troy Sanders. Yep, not my favorite of the two vocalists, but the three vocalists. The three vocalists. Yeah, yeah he's uh, my correction. least favorite as well, but still um, sweet. Yeah, still sweet. He's in Mastodon. Yep, and uh, the Converge drummer. Drummer from Converge, Ben yep. Collar. That is a hell of a super group right there. But yeah, it is. It is. And it, the, the album is like all action. All like action? All, all action just, is, how I, okay. is how I would describe right. it. All, it's just straight action. It's really good. I'm looking forward to that. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of in the, in the same heavy heaviness realm, my pick of the week is the new Hatebreed album called The Weight of the False Self. Uh, it's your typical half-hour hardcore 
punk inspired metal good old hate breed so you, yep. you get what you pay for it yes sir one. always I'm going to listen to both of them because I feel like it would be criminal if I were to come onto this podcast and not even listen to your guys' picks of the week. But I know you both heard mine. I would be remiss if it wasn't Motley Crue. So we're going to continue the trend. Girls, Girls, Girls. The album. The album. Not the song. The album. Because here's the deal. It's the full package. It's it's hard songs. There's ballads. There's covers. It has it all. It's their bluesiest one, too. Yeah, it's definitely their bluesiest album. Came out in 1987. So it's kind of the end of the hair era. Right. But it's... It's also, I mean, people think of Motley Crue and they think like the big three albums they think are Shout at the Devil, Theater of Pain, and Dr. Feelgood. And I think Girls, Girls, Girls kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit. It's but, definitely better than Theater of Pain. Oh, I think sure. so too, hands down. But like a lot of people just go crazy for like Home Sweet Home and yeah, all that yeah. kind of shit. But this this one gets lost in the shuffle. And I, 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 I mean, I talked about like listening to hair for the party aspect of it. This is the album that when they were touring for this album, Nikki Six overdosed and died. Right. So, like, this is just, <laughs> I mean, you listen, you listen to these yeah. songs, and it's just, I mean, like, I think Wild Side is the best opening track in their whole yeah, discography. It's pretty sweet. Um, I, like, Girls, 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 I hit. It's the most played. Yeah. But it's also yeah. the most played strip club song of all time. And Fantastic. it's, it's. I mean, like, how do you I not love, love that kind yeah. of stuff? They they cover Jailhouse Rock. Oh, that's my um, favorite cover. There's dude. some there's some other fun songs like Bad Boy Boogie yep. and Five Years Dead and and there's ballads, rodeo. Yep. Like it, it's it is the full package. So so check it out. I guess that's all I would say. Would and, you would you say that's your favorite Molly album? No, it's Shout at the Devil. It yeah, same. Shout, same. It, it has to be Shout. There's not a song on Shout at the Devil that I don't. Skip. Everyone that, is a banger. There's not a shot. There's not yeah. a song on Shout at the Devil that I skip. Yep, it's Every their most metal yeah. as well. Even Coverage the one that's just yeah. written by Mick Mars and Nikki Six and it has no words. Like that, <laughs> that's a great song. I just I have the vinyl too, and I just play it, and Fantastic. I take I take my exams, and it motivates me because when I'm done with my exam, I can get drunk. Like it it's it works. <laughs> I'll say that's my favorite Motley album too because it's just shout the devil. It's heavy and yeah. it's yeah. great and it's yeah it's good stuff. That took them to the mountaintop for yeah. sure. Yeah, let me let me just throw this at you real quick and. I want to see what you have to say about this because I think about this all the time. It's for some bands, it's easy. So for some bands, it's hard. It's super easy for me to rank Motley's albums. Okay. For me too. Honestly, I've got shout out the devil. Number one, obviously. Yep. Number two, too fast for love. Really? Yeah. Okay. I respect that for me. That's probably number four, but okay. I mean, I love Motley Crue so much that it's like, I love all those. Al- I couldn't live without any of them. So I, yeah. All right. So keep going too fast for love. Dr. Feel good. Number three. Okay. Girls, 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 theater pain. Okay, so for me, it goes Shout of the Devil, hands down, number one. Yep. But then number two for me is Girls, Girls, Girls. Okay. Three is Dr. Feelgood. Right. Four is Too Fast for Love, five, theater pain. So we, we agree except for we switch. We switch those, yeah. We switch those two. Why is Too Fast for Love lower for you? Uh, it's not even that it's really lower. It's just that I love you like the, the other, other ones better. And yeah. honestly, you know, I might like Too Fast for Love more than Dr. Feelgood. It's yeah. funny with Dr. Feelgood because they... And they, Motley Crue, they want to act like that's their best album because they were sober for it. Right. Like they went to Vancouver, Canada and just locked in the studio and recorded it yep. and got it done. So they're proud of it because it's more musically oriented for them. But like, it's just, I just don't. So every interview they do, they like sell that. They push that. They're like, yeah, that makes uh, sense. we, you know, we two or um, Dr. Feelgood. That was kind of our. That was our best album, and it's right. it's it's not. They're in the best not. mindset, I, yeah. so no, they think yeah, it right. is. Like they, it, maybe it is the best musically, but again, that's that's not why I listen to metal. I listen to metal because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting fucked up and it's fun. <laughs> I'm listening to Wild Side and and Looks That Kill and right. Shout at the Devil. I'm not listening yeah. to like, you know, uh, As, She uh, Goes Down or some crazy yeah, yeah, song yeah. off. Uh, it, and it's a great. They're all great albums. But. Right. As we find out time and time again. 
for better or for worse, the best music is made under the influence. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> We're not condoning anything. We're not saying go out and do anything. Just no free ads else. either. Just the way it's it just is. an observation. Yeah. Trivia, baby. Yes, sir. I'll start. Go for it. Trent, how many different members were in Motley Crue from 1981 to 1992? Now listen, 92. Okay, so here's the thing. You're going to stump me on this because I know that the album with John Karabi came out in 1994, but I'm not quite sure. Vince Neil left before that, so I have to think about this. Five. No. Six? Four. No. Four. No. Seven? Yes. No. Okay, way. well, I, okay, so wait, wait, wait. So, so, Greg Leon playing guitar. Okay. Who the Odin fuck is on vocals. Tommy Lee playing drums. Yes. Then they made their change a year later, cutting Greg Leon. That was the, the guitar. That poser guy. And, the, okay. and they replaced him with Robin, a guy named Robin. I, I, is I his last name Crosby by chance? You can look it up on Wikipedia. Right, his name is mind. Robin. <laughs> All right. Batman. And then after that, they made the switch. And got Mick Mars on guitar, Nicky okay. Six on bass, Vince Neil on vocals. So and I they kept Tommy Lee under. And yeah, wow. so I got fucked on the beginning. Okay, yeah, I, I was I, did, I was yeah. thinking too hard about the end because they got some weird shit in there. Um, and honestly, my trivia question for Brendan is a little similar. So we'll we'll get to that in a sec. But yeah, that that's a good question, bro. Because they <laughs> they did have a, a they, sw- they their origins their bit. origin story is kind of wild. Like it yeah. was it was Nicky and Tommy right. f- founded the band, and they yes, found they yes. found Mick yep. Mars in a. In a newspaper, newspaper ad. Yeah. Yep. And they found Vince Neil because he was a cover band singer. Yeah, it's a great story. And, and he went to high school with Tommy. Like, there's yeah. just, it's weird stuff for, yeah. the, for those yeah. sports. That's a great question. Yep, for You're sure. making me look bad. <laughs> I guess that's what we're supposed to do. We're, with we, the we do it all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The trivia is dirty on this show. You just oh, grill yeah. them. Absolutely. All right. We talked about Rick Allen. This is for Brendan, by the way. Yeah. We talked about Rick Allen. Yep. He lost his arm in a car accident. Right. He was passing a car... He was speeding up to pass a car and lost control. He ran into a stone wall and drove into a field, lost his arm. His girlfriend got severely injured as well. What car was Rick Allen driving? This is blowing my mind. Because my question for you is what car was Vince Neil driving when he killed Razzle? When he killed who? Razzle. Razzle from Hanoi Rocks? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's nuts, dude. I guess we'll do you first. Kind of car was Rick Allen driving? You baby. guys blow my mind. <laughs> you guys are so in sync. This is like beautiful to be on the show here right now because this is blowing my mind. I don't want to answer because my best guess might be my answer. So he is declining to answer. No, so no, no, no. Therefore, no. I feel like he's I pleading f- the fifth. Trent, what Trent's saying is Brendan's pleading the fifth. Oh man, let me let me ask you my question. Are you serious? Or, or, You're going to no, answer no, my I, question I, with a question? No, I already asked you the question, right? You you heard what I just said. Well, say it again. Uh, what what kind of car was Vince Neil driving when he killed Razzle? Who the fuck is Razzle? Did you watch The Dirt? No. I George has... This is, oh, you, you know what? Okay, Brendan, all right, all right. Brendan my bad, my blame bad. this on me. I have... I need to force George to watch. It. I, I brought it up a couple times, and we're like, "Ah, eh, it's kind of late. It's already like 12. Like, yeah. Plus, you keep telling me that you don't like watching movies based on musicians you like or something. Famous people, okay. documentaries. Specifically, it's not a documentary though. Whatever. Oh, dude. Who is Razzle? Just explain it to me. Razzle is the drummer of Hanoi Rocks. Who Never was? Heard of them. They're on the playlist. They're they're a 
Oh, they're, oh, they're actually, a hairband. Yeah, no, I have heard of them. They were. They a, killed, what what country are their, they from? Sweden. They're from he Sweden. Killed their drummer. I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Vince, in a Vince. in a vehicular manslaughter, drunk driving. So it wasn't on purpose. No. Nope. He Not was driving. They no. were going to the liquor store to get more booze, and Ironically, Vince swerved yeah. into oncoming traffic. And so the 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 Hanoi rocks drummer. Yeah. Was in the past. Was in the past. It was just him and Vince. Ah. And Vince survived. Correct. Vince was spotless, I think, right? Like, nothing happened to Vince. Yeah, he just bumped some bruises, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. The driver, in, in, in the case of an accident, the driver always protects his side first. So I guess that rang true. Here. Do you want to, do you want to um, credit that quote real quick? Do I truth? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what, what, what's your answer to the truth? Dude, what question? do we do about this dilemma? Because I feel. I asked you first, bitch. Yeah, but Sensor that doesn't mean anything. He did ask you first. Oh. But, 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 I said, I said Lamb of God, so I'm kind of going to side with Brendan here. I think you should have to answer first, but that's just me. You serious? I'm well, the new guy here. I have the, all right, same time. When's at the same time? The model of the car. <laughs> the model? This is going to be model. The, the brand of it. No, not like Ford. The model, like. Focus. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I correct. Gotcha. I gotcha. Fusion. All right. Count us down, Trent. Wait, 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 I, I think, I think. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to count you down from six for obvious reasons. Uh, <laughs> that's so much harder. I don't know, I don't know what model it was. I don't even know what kind of car it was. That's why it's trivia. And right, I thought, well, to right, be right, fair, right. I thought you had seen the dirt. I haven't. They they don't say the name of the car. It's just. Okay, so on three, it'll be one, two. Uh, one, two, three, say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trent? One, two, three. Stingray. Pantera. What? Oh, no. A 1972 Ford Pantera. Oh. Is what Vince Neal was driving. Looking I thought you were guessing. Wait, I thought, I thought you were guessing what... This is a... This no, I, I know. I was guessing and you were guessing. I, I was. He was and because, because he said... I, oh, because you thought it was... The, oh, yeah, right, right, right. He thought it yeah. might have been the same car. Right. Because that's why I thought you were asking me. Because as we discussed on the Pantera episode, a Pantera is a is a car. Which is why I oh, thought you right. were asking me this right, question. Right, right, right. Okay, so no, it wasn't a Pantera. It was a, a Corvette. A Stingray. No, no, no. That was my guess for you. Oh. It was a Corvette. Oh. It was a Corvette. It was a C4. Yeah, there's... A Corvette C4. Okay. Which is a pretty sweet car, if you look at it. Pretty famous car. Yeah. Um, I, I know of it. I just didn't know that's what he was driving. It was a Ford Pantera. A 1972 red-orange Ford Pantera. And it was sweet it, until... Yeah. It was crashed. And you see, my, my guess for your Rick Allen question was going to be a Pantera, because I obviously had no idea. But I didn't want to say it, because that was the answer to your question. I want, I want to drive a Pantera You guys are now. funny, because you're so in sync about this kind of shit. <laughs> like, Brendan's doing reverse psychology, mental gymnastics over here, not wanting to answer the question. He <laughs> yeah, thinks, yeah, Brendan, he thinks that George, he thinks George is digging something up from episodes ago. This is awesome. That's because Brendan... I want to drive a Pantera now. Yeah. If you see me in a Pantera... Mind your business. Right. All right. Trivia. <laughs> Mind your business. Brendan, you might as well round out your yeah, trivia. Yeah, I'll just you ask Trent. You're half of it. You're yeah. half of it. So if I go over two, is this a Motley Crue question? No, but it's... Okay, good, good, good. Then I can't look worse. <laughs> right. It's an Aussie question. Oh, all right. Let me, let me just read this verbatim so, I, so it's clear for you. What famous band did Randy Rhodes... Form oh my before God. joining Ozzy Osbourne. I, I don't know. I I I know he did, and I because I'm a big Randy Rhodes fan too. Like, yeah. and I, I love Zach Wild too. But there's right. nothing like the OG Ozzy yes. albums with Randy. Those first two are the I, best. I don't two. know. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta. I went over two on trivia. What kind of guest is this? <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> yes. Quiet Riot. 
He founded Quiet Riot? He did. Really? Yeah. Why did he leave? What's the story? Ozzy. They, well, I they, can't argue with that. I mean, So bef- Metal Health, that's like their big album, obviously. Yep. Before that, they put out two like undergroundy albums that were released only in Japan for whatever reason. Where did they originate? LA. That's what I thought. I thought it was LA. And then Ozzy got fired from Sabbath and yes. was putting a band together. <laughs> and Randy, I love Ozzy, yeah. you guys. When Ozzy dies, that's going to be a very sad day. It's going to be a terrible day. Very yeah. sad day for me. But he's we've, the Prince of Darkness. Yes, bro, he he's got he's got a tour booked in 2022. This so man is going to live he's, forever. He's feeling he, good. He, he, he's planning for the future, man. And I respect the hell out of that. Uh, he can't talk, but he can sing. Well, well, dude, he can somehow he can still sing. He yeah, can't yeah. talk. Like, he I'm can't like, even who, speak. Right? Who is this guy? There's there's that scene in the dirt where Mo- oh, yeah. Motley Crue says to Ozzy, like, "Wow, Ozzy, you're keeping up with these young kids." And he's like, <laughs> "I fucking left you, mate." Yeah, that's great. And it's so true. I mean, no offense to Motley Crue, but he's the man. Yeah. Oh, he's the he's the he's the godfather party animal. Yeah, he's the party animal. He's got a song called "Party with the Animals." He's for the crying man. out loud, there's a story real quick. There's a um interview with Tommy Lee, um, and he talks about that whole situation that 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 scene in that movie right. where they're at the pool at the, the Four Winds yeah. Hotel, and Ozzy snorts the line of ants, whatever. Right, right. And he said that Ozzy rode with Motley Crue. Motley Crue was opening for Ozzy right. to give context. Motley Crue was opening Shout for Ozzy, devil, touring right. with him, 1983. Shout out the devil. Yeah. And I think it was a Bark at the Moon. Does that sound right? That's the okay. So Ozzy was touring for Bark at the Moon. Motley Crue touring for Shout of the Devil. Motley Crue opening for Ozzy. Can you imagine? Like I would kill to be in one of those (laughs) arenas, but whatever. So they're they're going from city to city. I forget what city it actually was. Yeah, but they drive all through the night. Ozzy rides with the band that's opening for him because they know how to party. And 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 Tommy was like, yeah, we were just like ripping lines all night, doing crazy stuff. They get to the hotel at about ten a.m. and then. They just hit the bar and go straight out to the pool. It's 10 in the morning. There's families out there. Yeah. Like the sun is out and Ozzy's just pissing on the yeah. concrete and licking it up. <laughs> and it's like, I, dude, I, I wish somehow the media could track down one of these mothers who was there. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? To, to get her side of the story. The grandma. That's, that's great stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I encourage everyone to go listen to that because it's a fantastic interview. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah. And you, you've read the book, The Dirt, correct? I have, yeah. yes. And I've First said book this, I've read since eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> That's how much I love Motley Crue again. Exactly. And we've talked about it many times. There's so read. much more in the book than they put in the movie. Yes. Um, oh, absolutely. And you get more of a feel for like what actually went down when Vince Neil left the band, Slash right. was fired or whatever. And then, you know, uh, just all the, all the stuff. All the shit. Yeah. Everything behind took- the scenes. They weren't, they weren't in a good place for Theater of Pain. They weren't right. friends. They were all kind of... Blamed, not hanging out with yeah. each other. It's weird stuff. It, and if I'm ever going to recommend a book on this podcast, it's that one. 100%. It's a great book. So, yeah. Yeah. You serious? That's the book? It is. Guys, What's go, yours? go read like the In Search Bible. of Lost Times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can I say that? Yeah, you can. No, you okay, okay, we, okay. we've talked about Satanism on oh, the show. Yeah. We oh, already, yeah. yeah. That was like, on the first episode. Okay, cool. Trent, what, what trivia you got for us? Here, here we go. Uh, I've been looking forward to this. Brendan, my... I kind of have... I've got... I've got one question, but now that I feel like I already answered a similar question for George, this might be a little easy. But, Brendan, two members of Motley Crue left the band and were replaced at one point. Uh, who were they and who replaced them? That's your bonus. If you get that, I'm impressed. But who? Two members left. Two members of the band, once it was fully right. formed with Vince Neil, Tommy Lee, Mick Mars, yeah, yeah. Six, two of them left slash were fired, whatever, yep, yep. and were replaced. Who were they? Vince was replaced by John Karabi, of yes, course. Yes, he was. Good job. 
I don't know the who. Next one's tough. That's I, why I was. I don't know. It was Tommy, right? Yes. I don't know who it replaced him. It was Tommy. Him. Good job. It was Randy Castillo. Oh no shit! Yeah, from Ozzy. Wow. Ozzy's drummer oh. came in and toured for toured with him. For okay. A little bit. There was cool. also yeah. another drummer. Her name escapes me. It was a she. Oh uh, sweet. She was great. <clears throat> but um. Awesome. George, my question for you is: this is this is more of a. We talk about this so much that I think you might know the answer. And I actually kind of gave it away earlier in the podcast, but I want to see if you remember. What <laughs> year did Nikki Six overdose on heroin? Oh. Do you know? I mean, like, it's, it's like, uh, a, it's like it was a, in the 80s, right? Yes, sure, yes, right? yes. And I told you yeah. what album it was when it happened. Yeah, so it's got to be yeah. before 86. No. Fuck. That's your, your only hint. Go for it. Guess. You can still guess. Yeah, he's a, he's a lot nicer to you than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, got, you, get, uh, you, get, you basically got three years to choose from. 89. 87. 87. Damn it, George. No, you, know what, <laughs> you know what, though, George? I, I don't know if you knew this, but to your credit, Kickstart My Heart came out in 1989. That song was inspired by the events. Um, That's so fair. You That's were fair. close, okay. but the, the, he actually he died in 1987, and the tour was canceled. <laughs> and then he came back to life two minutes later because right. they put two shots of pure adrenaline right into his, his heart. Yeah, th- that story is wild, yeah, by the way, great. too, because they said the guy driving the, the paramedic was a Motley Crue fan. Right. So he's like... Imagine having Trent Reznor, George, oh in, in your ambulance, and he's dead. He has no heartbeat. Gonna, you're like, you're I'm, gonna, I'm just shoving two shots of pure adrenaline yeah. in this guy's heart. Yeah. That's wild. It's insane. Yeah. So, wait, can I ask one more to Brendan, just yeah, for fun? You can cut it if you want. No, but, Brendan, do you know the four nicknames of the members of KISS? Like, the, oh, like yeah. the, the most famous. Absolutely. So, who's who? KISS was my, my shit growing up. Yeah, okay, okay. So, never mind. He's going to nail this, but whatever. Just, just for entertainment. Go ahead, go for it. Go Gene for it. was the demon. Yes. Paul was the star child. Yes. Ace was the spaceman. Yes, sir. Space Ace. Space Ace. Peter was the cat. Okay. So one's a cat. Congrats. One's a spaceman. One could be a dog. One could be a dog. <laughs> We're completely different from them. That, that, that's a reference to a, a an yeah. old Motley Crue interview. I hate do you not guys. compare Motley Crue to Kiss. Don't do it. Because if you do it, you're going to get the spiel. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. It, it's, Honestly, I will say it's funnier watching you guys do the impersonation than it is watching the video. <laughs> the video? I would imagine so. But yeah, it's, we're pretty it's funny. funny guys. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, one hot minute. Yes, sir. Uh, we are flying through these segments. Not really. We're taking a lot of time on them, which is great. Good. It's awesome. I'll do mine. Mine's fast. I couldn't think of anything. Like I said, uh, I'm probably I, I know the least about hair mm-hmm. out of these two guys. So in the spirit of the season, I decided to do my one hot minute on winter metal, winter and metal, metal in winter, the season of winter and heavy metal. Born in winter by Gojira. There you go. And uh, my minute is probably uh, I, I felt the best way to do this was about a specific album, which is by a band called Agalock. Uh, okay. They put out an album called The Mantle. It's it's uh, it's metal. It's black metal. It's ambient. Uh, it's conceptual, and it's an album that you throw on in the dead of winter when the power there's a power outage at your house and you have to huddle up uh, against your uh, your st- your fireplace that is wood wood powered, <laughs> and it's dark. Okay. And you're in the middle of you're in the middle of the winter, and uh, you can't go outside because of the gusting winds, and you just want to listen to a fantastic album. Uh, this is the album for you. It's called "The Mantle" by Agalock, and 
It basically encaps- encapsulates the whole vibe of, of winter to me. It's the sound of winter. There you go. Listen to it. Check it out. That was mystic. I know. Everything. That was awesome. You yeah, guys, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that out. When it, when it snows out, I'm going to listen to that. Yes, sure. yes. That's what, that's what I want you to do. Exactly. When it snows out and it's you're, like, you're snowed in. Like Imagine yeah. a snow day and you're okay. snowed in and it's like 6 p.m. and it's pitch black. Okay. Listen to this album. Okay. I'm going to do that and buy Winter Jack because I've never had Winter Jack. So I'm, <laughs> oh I'm going to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Great. Perfect. You want to go? Sure. Yeah. Mine, mine, mine's about hair. So I'll um, bring it back. Bring it Much, back. Kind of like my one hot minute for the Halloween episode where I discussed how black metal was a necessary evil. Yes. Hair metal was Which a very, very necessary. I mean, evil in, in the history book of metal yes. just because purists hate it for obvious reasons. It was a very necessary evil in the evolution of metal because it took it to that stratosphere that it had never been to before. Yep. Um, obviously made... It's, it's, it's like metal like beating Bane. So this is yeah. your minute, so good. No, yeah, you're good. But I mean, that's part of it, of course. It, yeah. They it put metal in the mainstream map, um, yeah. And I mean, the the downfall of it was MTV said, "Oh yeah, this is popular as hell. Let's make a million other copycat bands yeah. and just ruin it and water it down," which is what they did. And then grunge came around, which is a lot more real. It's like anti hair metal, right? And just a closing thought: hair is probably the most fun subgenre because it's the most n- nostalgic. Um, and then grunge is like kind of when I listen to a hair song, it's like eighties. I want to be in the eighties. When I listen to a grunge song, it, it means something to me now, if that makes I sense. I love grunge. Right. Grunge if that makes sense. That does make sense. I know what you're saying. Yeah. If you listen to an eighties song, you're like, okay, that's from the eighties and that'd be fun to be living back there. Right. And then a nineties song, you're like, okay, I, that, that, I, I feel that's that. That's because grunge As put a, metal in the stratosphere for the nineties. Right. Like, Grunge and it, was, it brought it back to its, what's the word? Um, not hair. It, <laughs> yeah, it's roots. <laughs> it's, roots. It's, it's, just, yeah. it's just like sound. Grunge is just like it's all about the music. Noisy shit. It's it's substance over style. There you go. Yeah, but anyways, hair was a necessary evil. So yeah, yeah. Okay. it's like, and it's I like, still love it. So it's like when metal, if it's like if metal decided like, oh, I want to be like really arrogant and vain and. All that other stuff, but all none, the, but nonetheless awesome. But un, but nonetheless awesome. Right there, you go. Love it. What you got, Trent? All right, fellas, listen. When George told me about this segment because I was prepping, right? And I've obviously seen a couple of your guys' episodes. I was like, what am I gonna do this on? Right? I was like, I could just write a love letter to Motley Crue, basically. Just do it for <laughs> a minute. No, I wanted to do something a little <laughs> more interesting. And for people who know the history of Motley Crue. Or Guns N' Roses, there was a feud. Yeah. Uh, they toured together in 1980. I want to say it was 87, something like 86, that. 86, yeah. 85, whatever, somewhere in there. And Axl Rose and Vince Neil basically almost fist fought. Uh, long story short, uh, Vince Neil said, "Meet me here at this time," and Axl Rose didn't show up. So that's that. <laughs> um, and I will give a disclaimer first. I, I really do like Slash. I respect him. I'm, you guys would probably be better at like ranking the all-time guitarists and rock, but he's got to be up there. He's, I don't, I don't he's know the how. man. Yeah, like he's just he's just good as fuck. So that's my disclaimer. But real quick, I'll, I want to run through why Guns N' Roses is overrated. All right, okay? re- real so, quick before you do that. Yeah, okay. I want to say the feud was over Izzy. Izzy Stradlin, yes, the yes. rhythm guitarist for Guns N' Roses, right. like apparently hit on yes, Vince Vince's, Neil's girlfriend. Vince's girlfriend at the time. And it's, it's the, I mean, it is the most like petty, like. Which is ironic because it's Vince Neil. <laughs> right. You know? Like Vince Neil's over here, like the fucking Tommy's douche. Beyonce yeah. in yeah. the dressing room. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. 
Yeah. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, there, there, <laughs> you gotta just see the dirt. Oh You're gonna have to God. watch it. Dude. Nikki, I, Nikki fucked Tommy's fiance or something. I think shit. they both did. Yeah, I, they, I don't. Yeah. I have no Vince idea. Vince fucked anything yeah, that anything that moved. Yeah. So uh, anything. <laughs> it's just ironic that Vince like went after Guns N' Roses because of this. Pretty much. That, that's I'm siding with Guns N' Roses because I know you're about to no, shit no, on no, him, I, which I, is I, fair. I am. So so go, let me go let me, let me just do it real quick. Yes. So Guns N' Roses gets talked about so much and regarded as all time great, and I, I so let's hold them to that standard. Let's do it. Okay. Um, first of all, they're a five piece band. Get the fuck out of here with that. If you're really <laughs> be be a four piece band. I agree. I agree. Uh, <laughs> why do you need five people? Why do you need two guitarists? Like Axl Rose, get out of my face. Uh, this group has one, one good album. Yeah. Uh, sure, there are hits outside of Appetite for Destruction. That is their good album. Use your illusion, but, bro. Well, okay, listen. November Rain's a great song. Knocking on Heaven's Door is a great song. But like, I'm I'm talking like, don't tell me those are great projects because they're not. And obviously, this is a matter of opinion. Right. But but look, the mm-hmm. year after Appetite for Destruction, so '87. So the year after '88, NWA dropped straight out of Compton, just like took all like the young people and just like basically moved into this new era of that kind of stuff. And then grunge came along, whatever. So for in from my point of view, if you are all time great, you don't get outshined a year later. That's just my opinion. Like you're gonna <laughs> last longer than one year at the top. And like I, I, I just don't know. I have some like bullshit LeBron James analogy in here. I won't go into all that. But no, look, please do. No, I just, I was just gonna say like I'm a huge LeBron James fan, mm-hmm. as as George well knows. Yeah. And like the same principle applies in sports. Like LeBron James has been the flavor of the year for the last 17 years. Like you stay at the top, and I know sports is different and than music because you have you, to continue. I, I often make a lot of analogies myself though. So yeah, it's like it's just it puts it in context for people to kind of understand, like quantify it. Yes, Guns and Roses has one fantastic fantastic project but for me that's where it stops like there's no there's nothing really after appetite for destruction that i that i love and i'll say this after this uh axel rose is a poor man's vince neal in my opinion in (laughs) my and again i'm a motley crew apologist like i'm driving the bandwagon but look i I, i've said my piece about them you understand i'm a huge crew fan right but like i'll even tell you vince isn't the best singer like he's he's brutal live we've all seen right. the videos yeah, of him yeah. trying to get the crowd going it just doesn't work but <laughs> axel rose took what vince neal did and made it more annoying like if you if you listen <laughs> if you listen to axel rose sing it's it's he's squealing and, and like high pitched and it's not for me george and i had a conversation one time i know i'm probably at like three minutes now george and i had a conversation one time about how we don't like high pitched um like rock and roll like in general really it, it just it just doesn't usually resonate with me but Vince Neil is one exception for me for obvious reasons and right. Axl Rose in my opinion has a very annoying voice I hate the song Sweet Child of Mine that might be Whoa. I, know you hate I, that. I, I oh my I, know you hate I, I don't so like it funny. so so anyways because of the vocals yes oh dude it's such oh okay oh, just dude, keep going keep just, going he's just squealing the whole time anyways, I, I understand where Trent's coming so, from so I, I that, do that's it for that me sense, that, like that's it for me I mean Axl Rose is a poor <laughs> I, I don't like Guns N' Roses because of Axl Rose pretty much that's the main reason <laughs> he's sold out he's now singing for ACDC Ooh! And, I, and I rest my case there hot that, that's just that's just my opinion though Ooh, like, I, I don't know where like I said that was a hot minute right like there. I said they're regarded as all time great so we gotta hold them to that standard like let's put their feet to the fire here how great are you Guns and roses right like let's talk yeah okay let me just let me just rebuttal we got it just a little rebuttal because i could really go into it hard but i'm not going to dive dive no 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 no, no, no. first of all brendan are you a guns and roses fan i love guns and roses go ahead i i just it's like pantera versus lamb of god to me it's not obviously not the same level but it's the same argument i love them both just one a little 
And you know, I'm not saying I like Guns N' Roses better than Motley Crue. It's just... Well, someone's got to be the voice of reason here because I mean, <sighs> it's just a Motley Crue cream fest over here for me. So, you, yeah, you go. I'm going to have to be honest. I don't see the appeal of Guns N' Roses. <laughs> like, I tried to get into them. It didn't really work for me. The vocals okay. were kind of... Well, let's I just... Know. I, I want to hear from yeah, a, yeah, a no, guy who sure. does like yeah, Guns N' yeah, Roses. Sure. So, let, let's... Have you listened to the songs It's So Easy or My Michelle by Guns N' Roses? My Michelle. I or it, so or Coma. Coma. Yeah, which they is on one of the. It's on one of the Use Your Illusions. I don't remember which one. Okay, I'll, I'll listen to it. I'll give it a chance. Those, I'm, not, I'm not. Yeah, gonna yeah. be like you know. I'm not gonna those, be hard ass. I mean, you know, I love Motley Crue to death, yeah. but those three songs are arguably more metal than anything Motley Crue's ever done. Well, I mean, I could totally really? see that. I could totally see that. I okay. said arguably. Okay. okay. Like it's. I like haven't I said, heard, so I really don't know. It's Pantera versus Lamb of God to me. It's there. I love them Who's both. Who's Lamb of God in this situation? Who's Pantera in this situation? <sighs> It's because I agree with him when he says appetite is like, That's all I love you, use your illusions, and I love that little lies EP. But like after that, there's nothing, pretty much. Yeah. They did a cover album, yeah. and then Chinese Democracy, which I'm not even going to get into that right now. But <laughs> yeah. their, their catalog is... Subpar, shorter. in my opinion. I don't know. I, it's just... That NWA thing was opinion. a was a cool analogy. Well, and also. look, look, that's also not really their fault. It's just no, the way yeah. that music was working. But at the same time, like you're kind of you have to deal with your environment. Yeah. You're not. You're, yeah. It's not like whatever. And all right, closing thing. You you said Axel's got a, a bad voice or whatever. No, I don't think he has a bad voice. I think he has yeah, an yeah. annoying voice. Like <laughs> I, like like brutal to listen okay. to. Like I hate his voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, pretty much. That's another question I want to ask you. Do you like Saints of Los Angeles, Motley Crue? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. I that was the first time I ever saw him on that tour. I was ten years old. Okay. It was one of the great times. Dude, I'm jealous. But now when I see live videos of Vince, he sounds like absolute shit. Oh, like you yeah. just said. Horrible. I saw yes. Guns N' Roses three years ago. One of the be- best concerts I've ever seen. Okay, so that's a fair point. I mean, because the, the the live aspect is definitely it's important, it, it's important yeah. right? I mean, like I you, think so. You you love a band so much that you invest, or an artist, or whatever, and you invest your money to go see them play right. live because there's a lot mean, about their character. Yeah, and they yeah. mean so much to you that you're willing to do that. So if the show sucks, then that's exactly. kind of a bummer. And I don't think you can be a great band if you're not good live. And right. I'm, Molly right. Crew was great Once live. Once upon a time, yes. Yeah. But Vince Neil has <laughs> kind of hit the cliff, man. Yeah. And, and Mick Mars with his back issues, like, the show is not going to be what it was in 1983 when they're just flooring it every night. But it takes a toll on you. Yeah. For, oh, for sure. Yeah. Last Molly Crew question for you. Okay. I mean, this is probably an obvious answer for you. Nikki's your favorite member? Hands down. Okay. Yep. Nikki, I'll, I'll rank them for you. Nikki's my favorite. And Mick then, is mine. I mean, Mick is yours? Yeah. I love Mick. I think Mick is the best. Yeah. If that makes most sense. Talented I think, I think Mick is the best at his respective instrument. Vince is last. Yeah. Um, that's no disrespect. <laughs> I, 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 I love Vince. Tommy's though. so I, sick, I though, as a drummer. I think Tommy's my second yeah. favorite because he's just funny. And he's he's still in the public eye so much, too, yeah. that it's just funny to listen to him talk. All right. Last Motley Crue question. Back in the day, who was the hottest Motley Crue member? Because obviously. This goes. Vince. This, this is going to be my second hot minute. Listening to this playlist, the, these bands, it's very sexual music. Yes, oh, it's yeah. like all, all dude, about it's sex. All about That's sex. all they care all, about. All of it. Yeah. It's just like I'm a rock star. Like it's just sex. Motley Crue <laughs> has a song called 10 Seconds to Love" on yep. "Shout at the Devil." Go listen to it. You'd probably Fire. love it, George. Yeah. 
It is a whole song dedicated to the analogy or the metaphor that Vince Neil's penis is a gun. <laughs> it, 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 it just like, sounds it, like, it's like, this sounds dirty. Yeah. Like, this sounds like it should be, like, it should have, like, an end that's why, warning yeah. on it. That's why mothers hated them. Yeah. Exactly. Molly Crew went on it. They named one of their tours Every Mother's Nightmare. Yeah. Right. That's so, great stuff. So, so the question is, who was the hottest Motley Crue member back in the day? Vince. The eight? Vince, it, really? It had to be Vince. So, uh, here's the thing. Here's why you have to see the dirt. Because, and this isn't, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, there's one scene in there where they're looking for their singer. And they see Vince singing for a cover band at a party. And he's, like, working all the chicks in the front row. They're <laughs> all, like, trying to touch him. And they're all, so, and, and he's the singer, too. So he also kind of has that, like, edge. Charisma. The, the charisma. And, yeah. and really the unfair advantage over the other guys. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, like, he's the one who gets to run around and, like, yeah, touch the crowd. Right, right. I mean, not saying the other guys can't do that, but it's just, like. No, for sure. He, but he but second, I would say Nikki. I think Nikki was Nikki a was a hard good-looking guy back In my day. opinion, Nikki was better looking than Vince. Right. But so he, Vince worked the chicks. Yeah. And that is why, I think Mick Mars has a great quote. You might know it. Mick yeah. Mars was, like. I didn't even, he says this in the book. He's like, I didn't even care if Vince could sing. It's like, I, 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 we were just looking for a guy to work the chicks. And then we got Vince and then Vince actually could sing a little bit. Right. So it was great. It was like, it's like, they didn't even care. They just wanted yeah. someone to be that's the showman. So, exactly. So yeah, that's that. Yeah. We can stop there with the one hot minute. That was, that was awesome. That was like a 10 hot minutes. Yeah. Very great. Good. It was fun though. Absolutely. Song wreck. Uh, this will precipitate the episode for next week, which is with Evan Seracy, who is the audio production director at Impact. I worked with him. I've been working with him for uh, a little over a year now. Uh, awesome technician in his field. Um, big metalhead. Yeah, big metalhead, of course. Uh, and we'll be talking about hardcore and metalcore and stuff like that. But first, we'll do Trent's song wreck. What you got? So it had to be Motley Crue. If it wasn't going to be Motley Crue, it would be Dream Warriors by Doc. I mentioned yeah. it earlier. I love that song. Great song. Um, and it's nostalgic as well. Yep. But Brendan, you're probably going to enjoy this because I got a song off Too Fast for Love. Yes. Take Me to the Top by All Motley right. Crue. Kind of slips through the cracks if you ever get into their discography just because like Live Wire gets the most play off that album, yep. which is a good song. But I mean, I just love the fact the original cut of this album Motley Crue recorded in three days. Yep. And Take Me to the Top is just so punk rock it's so energy. simple too like yeah. it's just it's it's great it's great stuff and super metal riff though like yes the, yes and mcmars's guitar solo is fantastic yeah. too it's one of his best it's my favorite solo of his fair um which is a little bit of a hot take but um, that's fair yeah it, it, that, that's my favorite track on the album and i yeah so i'm gonna recommend that one take me to the top by motley Crue. sweet mine uh like i said it will precipitate next week's episode it's shadow moses by bring me the horizon yes sir not a huge metalcore guy not a huge hardcore guy but this one takes the cake. This is Sempaternal. Good yeah. shit. What you got? Yeah. In honor of Hardcore Metalcore next episode with Evan, uh, my song wreck is a song called Doom by Scour, which is Phil Anselmo of Pantera. That's one of his side projects. This Doom song is off their new EP that came out. Uh, yeah, it's pretty hardcore. So Check it out. Yeah. end yeah thank you Trent for being on the show we really appreciate you thanks for having time. me that was really fun that Super was fun. That, that was the highlight of my week and it's Monday so I'm excited yeah. for the rest of my week but nothing will top this so thank <laughs> you thank you guys yep, thank thanks. you
yeah, so uh, tune in next week um, for the episode with Evan Seracy, and also tune in to uh, the Hours of Power, which is on Impact eighty nine FM every Thursday from ten PM to two AM. Also check for links in the description below if you're watching this on YouTube or the website. Trent is gonna curate a some kind of playlist. I haven't really worked it out yet, but we'll, we'll we'll get it. We'll figure it out. Oh, we'll figure it out. You got it. And uh, yeah, like, like we said, this episode is a little different. Uh, we've had a whirlwind of recording techniques and editing and stuff for the Metal Pod. Um, like we said, we can be on video to, be, to show you our lovely fa- faces this week. Uh, we hope to be back. Um, yeah, the stay-at-home order is not uh, helping us out too much, but right. we're doing so, what we can. We will get back to our regularly scheduled content as soon as possible. Until yep. then... Listen to metal and peace out. Stay tuned for Evan next week. Metal. That was that, that was that sounded hair. <laughs> yeah, gotta get like the hair in there. Hair singer. I'm feeling. You've been listening to the Metal Pod, a production of Impact 89 FM. Our thanks to Impact's general manager Jeremy White, station manager Amber Kinutsky and programming director McKenna Lowndes. Tune in next time for more updates on all things metal. The Metal Boys!